Why, hello there. My name is Daniel McIntyre-Ridd, and this is Chloe Friesen. <laughs> and you're listening to the first episode of a new season of Wittenberg Radio. Woo. Woo. Oh, there's going to be applause? Are you going to put applause in the background? No, I was just applauding. Oh, okay. That, yeah, I'm yeah, so excited. Yeah. So you're hearing some new voices. We got two new co-hosts. We got myself and good old Daniel McIntyre-Ridd. Wow, you, had the, you felt the need to say my entire name for It's that. a good name to say fully. Yeah, that's true. It's also not very Mennonite. It's not very Mennonite. We'll yeah. get into we'll oh. get into some conversations about is Mennonites. That, is that maybe in, in part of today's topic? It Chloe? might be a part of today's topic, Dan. Okay, so we wanted to kind of introduce ourselves a little bit, just because we're new co-hosts. Ooh. We may be new to you. You might already know us. We've been here a while. You probably recognize our voices, but you know that classic CMU first day thing where the prof makes you turn to the person next to you, find someone you don't know, learn about them, and then you introduce yourself to the class, but you're introducing the person next to you oh absolutely you take the you know the time to to learn about them yeah. and then you get to introduce them it's just, as you've learned about them i feel like i've done that in so many classes and i feel like that's the only way i can introduce myself now is by other people introducing me so i'm gonna introduce daniel all right so daniel mcintyre red has a really fun name to say he is kind of sort of a mennonite but not really <laughs> honestly that's how you describe it, it is, is that how correct I it. sure yeah i just i just mean that by the fact that i bike everywhere <laughs> <laughs> That's about because it. Because all Mennonites bike. So Dan is not actually a Mennonite by culture or heritage, but he goes to CMU. So that that's something. Uh, he loves soccer, plays for CMU's soccer team. He's a hero on that field. Oh, thank you. Could I, could I use that phrase? A hero is strong wording, but I appreciate He's it. He's a hero. He's won plenty of awards. You can go back in the archives of like the CMU Athletics website, and you'll just see plenty of photos of Dan just... Making weird faces. Making weird faces mm-hmm. and just winning so many games oh, yeah. um he also as you said he loves biking he bikes here he bikes to campus he's a good old commuter student mm-hmm. um loves his cats just adores those cats i received lots of snapchats of cats mm. and what else oh he loves leads <laughs> he won't stop talking about leads Wait, i think we were having a meeting about prepping for this episode and suddenly you're oh, just yeah, sitting and you're just watching, watching a soccer watching game. game yeah yeah it's a yeah yeah, they're playing right now, but I'm sacrificing <gasps> it. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. that is just super special. That's yeah. very important. Do you want to say something about, you know, my urine program? Oh, yes, your urine program. So as a comm student, um, Daniel has been here <laughs> for five years now, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Five wonderful years. So he's a communications and media major, and he's, he's pretty darn good at what he does. Yeah, I like to think so. Yeah. yeah I appreciate that. Tell me about myself, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that again. That's weird. <laughs> anyway, sitting across from me uh, is the lovely Chloe Friesen, fourth year communications and media student major, also plays sports here at CMU. She's a volleyball player. She loves vegetables. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. you didn't talk about my planting trees, but... <gasps> He's planted so many trees. Maybe we'll have an episode about that. Chloe loves vegetables. Yes. She's got a tattoo of a carrot on her leg. Uh, that should tell you just how much she loves vegetables. She she loves getting her hands in the soil like any any good farm girl Mennonite mm. and uh, a very interesting fact about her that you will never be able to know is that uh, she uh, she has a shaved head right now I have basically no hair on my head which is fantastic it's a good feeling yeah yeah the photo that's currently on the website does not look like me at all no it doesn't great okay that's all you really need to know yeah I play volleyball I eat vegetables I have no hair yeah live on res fourth year student yeah, yeah. that's perfect yeah all cool. right so now you kind of know us. You'll get to know us in future episodes yeah. as well. We should talk about we should talk about the Wittenberg door. We should talk about yeah. where this all started. 
So the Wittenberg door, the physical Wittenberg door. I guess I don't know the exact history. I actually I learned in one of my classes earlier, like yesterday, I mm. found out the actual origin of of Wittenberg Radio that it came out of a class. You did. It came out of Kenton Lobey's participatory local development mm-hmm. class. Basically the idea behind the reason we're called Wittenberg Radio is that the great Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses Just on the Wittenberg 95 door. 95 of those theses. Yep, huge. I can't even write one. Um, <laughs> so, yes, he nails it to the door. He talks about things that he wants to talk about, that mm-hmm. he wants to air out and, like, just get out into the public. Um, and so... We're not BTS majors, by the way. No. No. We're doing our best. And so, <laughs> in the spirit of Martin Luther, the Wittenberg door is a... Basically, it's a bulletin board on campus uh, located near the Student Life Center that is open for any student or, I believe, faculty staff member to post um, any kind of, I don't know if it's a grievance or anything. They, As long as they post it with their name on that, we're the curators of it. We get exactly. to look at that. We talk about that here. It hasn't been used a whole lot in past years. We're looking at ways to get it used more and also potentially other mediums in which yeah. to use it, which I'm super excited about. Is that is that your segue to social media? Oh, we could. That's we have social media. We have social media. Wow. We're common media students who use social media. I hope you're listening to this over Spotify or YouTube because that would be. (gasps) Those are social medias, right? Those are social media. Um, So we would love to interact with our wonderful listeners more over um, Instagram. We're going to utilize those question features, we're going to utilize polls. We just want you to follow us on there. I think it's just Wittenberg Radio. Yeah, I think it's just Wittenberg Radio. Plain and simple. And then you can also, you can listen to the podcast over Spotify. Over or YouTube. Over YouTube, as well as WittenbergRadio.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All that good stuff. All that good stuff. That is where you can find us. But let's, let's get into it, Dan. Sure. Let's start talking about today's topic. Yeah. So just a little teaser. It's going to be about the classic CMU stereotypes. I love it. Throughout the summer, I talked to a lot of family and friends and just random people on the street. Oh. And, um, and my main question to them was, what are some CMU stereotypes? So when you hear the word CMU, when you think about a CMU student, like, what do you think of? And I have just the most wonderful list. It's hilarious. Some things are painfully true, but yeah, some things some people, are just really funny. Some people are going to get roasted here. Some people are going to get roasted Not here. Not a name. No, I think, no, we can name it. Chloe's oh. going to get roasted oh, here. Oh, okay. Specifically you. Yeah. I'm looking forward. But before we get into that, uh, we have a little short message that we're going to read on behalf of our friends from Reese. So in a classroom, in residence or online, uh, sexualized violence is prevalent uh, across campuses, yet many survivors remain silent. If you have experienced sexual violence, it's important to know that it was not your fault and you are not alone. CMU has partnered with Reese to make online reporting available for students and staff who are part of the campus community. Uh, you can create an anonymous report or access information resources 24-7. Reese gives you the option to document and report harassment, misconduct, or assault in whatever way you choose. Visit the CMU website or reesecommunity.com to learn more. And Reese is R-E-E-S. So we'll have all those good links up on our social media and everything for it as Perfect. Well. Yeah, definitely. All right, Dan, you ready to talk about some CMU stereotypes? Yeah, hit me. Okay. All hit right. Me. So there's, I have a few categories that oh I kind of. God. You've got enough of those. I have enough that there's categories. Um, we're going to start, we're going to start in the category of clothing. And I'm really nervous about this because I'm hitting a lot of these stereotypes <laughs> right now as I'm sitting here. Okay. First of all, we're going to go with footwear. I talked to a lot of people. I'm like, 
okay, you think of CMU, what do you think of? And they immediately say Blundstones. Blundstones. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Do you think that's right. accurate? Oh, absolutely. I'm wearing them right now. Are you? I'm wearing mine right now. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah, yeah I, I was actually in a class the other day. Yeah. And I looked around, and because it was an outdoor class, mm. and so we were all sitting on the ground. Yeah. And I looked around at everybody's footwear, and uh, roughly 60% of the people were either wearing Blundstones or Converse. Ooh, are yeah. we moving into the Converse zone? I don't know. I have I have a theory on. Anyways, we'll we'll I'll, we'll get into my theory <laughs> later. But after okay. after we finish clothing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Blundstones, that big check mark there. Um, I mean, they're comfortable. Sure. They go with everything. Sure. I think that's fine. I'm okay with being attributed with Blundstones. Yeah, none of these things are necessarily bad. Yet bad. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, okay, number two, we got thrifted clothing, mm-hmm. and then slash mom jeans. A lot of people added mom jeans specifically. So are you wearing thrifted mom jeans right now? No, I bought these from a store. <gasps> My sweater is thrifted, though. Okay. Okay. But are, wait, are these mom jeans then? Oh, do they have to be thrifted to be mom jeans? No, I don't know. I think the style would be con- considered mom jean. Yeah. I, I'm not a mom, so yeah. I don't really know what mom jeans are. It's just a certain kind of fit. Okay. Like high-waisted. Just wide-legged, yeah, high-waisted. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a, that checks another CME box. Yeah. When's the, when's the last time you bought a new piece of clothing? That's such a good question. See, this is just proving uh, my point. Like, hmm. yeah, that was thrifted. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I bought a hat. Okay. I bought a toque the other day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the thrifting thing is definitely, it. it's correct. Yeah. I would say a large amount of CMU students Absolutely. love to thrift. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is one that came from my sister, and I think it's quite hilarious. Toques that don't cover your ears. Do you know that hipster look of like toques that do. just sit right on top of the ears? Yep. Usually a black toque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one, I don't know if I've seen it a ton on CMU campuses. I think that's more of just a general hipster vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a hipster Christian vibe kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Is, is maybe maybe more specifically yeah. Bible school mm. people. Yeah. Is is the the vibe I get from okay. from that side of things? Okay. So I mean, also also a very hipster thing. But yes. I think in terms of the people on CMU campus ah. that have that is maybe where I'm going okay. with that. Okay. So theology students. Really hipster theology really students. Really hipster <laughs> theology students. And if you're a really hipster theology student, we love you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for mm-hmm. listening. See, I could I could totally see Paul Dirksen. You can see Paul Dirksen that. with like yeah, one of those hats? Yeah, because he's got the long hair and it would come flowing up from oh, under that. Amazing. He's already got the, the one earring. If you're an illustrator, if you can draw, can you, someone please draw that? That'd be incredible. I just, I want to see it so badly. Kind of. I could draw it. I'll try my best. Um, okay, this isn't really clothing. It's just like accessory maybe. Okay. I mean the Nalgene water bottle with stickers. Mm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Gotta be. Yep. I know. It's a classic. Yep. I see them everywhere. Um, my favorite thing about being on the CMU like Classifieds Facebook page is the occasional or like CMU res like there's various Facebook pages. My favorite thing is when someone types in a post and it's just all caps and they're panicking. They're like, "I've lost my Nalgene water bottle. It has stickers on it. Has anybody seen it?" And everybody's like, "Yeah, I've seen a million water bottles with stickers on it. I don't know if they ever find it because it looks like everybody else's, but yeah." It's a sad day when somebody loses their Nalgene. It's a very sad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a moment of silence for all the Nalgene water bottles that have been lost on the CMU campus. <laughs> okay, that's that's kind of it for clothing. Okay, okay. And I would say those are all pretty accurate. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I'd give that. Do you want to hear my theory? Oh, on, yeah. Okay, on... I want to hear the theory. No, it's, it's not like a bad theory. Okay. I, would, I just, in my mind, yeah. I group, as not a Mennonite, right. I group Mennonites into kind of two categories, right? There's two, okay. Like two broad categories, okay? Yeah. So you got the, the country Mennonites. Like the rural Mennonites. The rural Mennonites. Okay, yeah. And then the, the urban Mennonites. The city Mennonites. I think this, yeah. The city Mennonites bike everywhere. And okay. And farmer's market, you know. Yeah. Total thrifted everything. And then the That's rural what... Mennonites work on the farm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that theory. So two different styles between the rural and the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Making a lot of generalizations here. Oh, a lot. Please I don't, love it. Please don't come for us. So my next category of stereotypes that I've collected, activities. And we begin with dumpster diving. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, someone said this because, honestly, I told them that I had done it because I went to CMU, and we literally did it for a class. Yeah, it's a class requirement. I was in the same class. Exactly. Yeah. We had... <laughs> We made a feast of food that we had gathered while dumpster diving, and it was incredible. It was really cool. And I would, yeah, I don't really hear, like, people going, oh, those U of W students always <laughs> diving in those dumpsters. Yep. Yeah, you, you see a lot, of, a lot of CMU students way more at least open to the idea of dumpster diving. That, yeah, that's a good way yeah. of putting it, yeah. It's all about sustainability. Mm-hmm. Okay, activities. This one is a for sure. There's no question about it. Biking. Mm, yeah. I mean, even the maintained social distance signs all around campus is two meters with a spacing of a bike. Yeah, it equals a bike. Yeah. So, yeah, in the CMU brain, two meters is, is a, bike. a bike. Yeah, it makes total sense to me. Yeah. That's how you see the world? Yeah, that's Dan's how I like, see Yeah, I yeah see, Dan's I like, things. I am three bikes away yeah. from you. Everything's in increments of bikes. Mm. Yeah, point yeah. three of a bike. This is a hilarious one. I heard this one from a friend. She said first dates at Folio. Yeah. Have you had a first date at Folio? No. Ah. No. I've seen them. I've witnessed them. I've never been on one. I've witnessed many. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sit up on the the mezzanine Marpec and watch it go down. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you can always tell. You can always (laughs) tell. Okay. Next next one is called uh, Culture and Vibes. That encompasses a lot, but it begins with, again, I say, hey, CMU, what do you think about? And people think Mennonites only. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's in the name, Canadian yeah. Mennonite University. Yeah. But it's untrue. Yeah, I get that a lot, too. What, I actually don't know the exact statistics of it, but I thought I heard a couple of years ago mm-hmm. that's something like only 60%. I think I've of, heard that one as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting across the table from someone who isn't a Mennonite. Right. And this is the official student council CMU podcast. Yeah. So Maybe we should take a poll in the student council and just see where everybody's at for that's that. That's true. That'd be interesting. I think it's very see. interesting that people think that. It makes sense to me that people think that, but also I think back to one of my classes where I think it was theology and art, and we sat and we just discussed our different denominations and our different faith backgrounds. And it was astounding at the diversity. So we had a lot of really cool perspectives, but it was also a little wake-up call that was like, hey, uh, we are all not Mennonite here. I think it was a good wake-up call. Yeah. I don't even want to say the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say it? Yeah. Wait, turn it a bit. It's, it's this Oh, yeah. One. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. So also under the blanket of culture and vibes... <laughs> sheltered people sheltered people can can we shout out the person that i don't know who did it who um 
who mentioned this, but I think uh, it's definitely one of my friends from back home Incre- who doesn't go it. to CMU. Back home meaning Morden. 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 Mm. Yeah. So I think it was a dig at me, honestly. Nice. Um, but, but it's pretty true. Yeah. I like to stay in my little, my little comfort bubble. Doesn't everybody like? I think everybody does. Inherently wrong with that. But honestly, I would. Okay, I'm going to counter this. I would say I've become less sheltered since coming to CMU. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I would say this one's wrong. I would say this is an incorrect stereotype. I see. I think I began more sheltered, and then I came to CMU, and like I brought in my horizons. Yeah. 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 That's that's my. My final thought on that one. Okay, next up. I might not go through all of these, but one that I want to talk about that will be a very uh, personal one for both you and I is uh, washed up athletes or athletes that didn't quite make it. But mom, I could have played for U of W. <laughs> I want to say this one is untrue because I also want to say that I had opportunities to play volleyball at other schools. And I chose CMU. You choose it because you were sheltered? No. Okay. No, I chose it because the coach and the program was great. Mm. And the, I wanted to do communications. Mm-hmm. And I liked the small campus. Mm-hmm. And I liked the community. Yep. This all ticks the same box as I came here for. It's all about community. Uh, that is CMU. I know. Maybe other people, though. Yeah. Might be washed up didn't quite make it athletes (laughs) it's okay they're probably not if you're listening to this it's probably not you oh there you go that's a good way to it it probably isn't you honestly it probably isn't you um yeah this one hurt a little when when it was told to me but you know i think it's just a different level i think it's a different way of approaching the sport that's not like every single day of your life is going to be devoted to one thing being that sport i think it's an opportunity to play a sport that you love at a good level, but also be able to have other things in your life that take up time. Yeah, with good people. With good people. That's that's why I'm still here. Yes. Good people. For five years. Yeah. So something's working. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, I like that one. Which Camp one? counselors. Camp counselors. Yeah. Yeah. If we went to the student council, how many of those people do you think had been some kind of camp counselor oh, or like leader? Eighty percent? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that comes from all the leadership training? No. And they want to be leaders? No. Oh. I was never a camp counselor. So I can't say I relate to this one. Were you ever a camp counselor? I wasn't a camp counselor, but I co-ran the the sports camps. Oh, the CMU sports camps. Yeah. 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 So that applies to me. I'm going to say yes. Okay, that does apply to you. But there are a lot of connections with CMU students and a lot of the camps within Manitoba. And Ontario. And Ontario. Really? I think I think of you in Ontario. Okay, nice. Maybe even Saskatchewan. Yeah, I have just I have plenty of friends who just tell so many wonderful stories from their times at camp, mm-hmm. and yeah, camp is just a very popular thing here at mm-hmm. CMU. We should get some campers on here. Talk sure. about camp. Yeah, talk about camping. Camping. <laughs> okay, I want to I want to talk about this one. Okay. Um. Now this is I'll tell a little story here. This happened to me this summer. Uh, I worked at a little vegetable stand. It was the best summer ever. She likes vegetables, I like vegetables. Okay, so I was at the stand, and someone comes in buying their vegetables. And, you know, you're doing that small talk, and they're like, oh, so do you go to university? And I'm like, yeah, I go to CMU. And they go, oh, so are you a theology student or a music student? And I go, neither. 
But those two programs definitely are kind of, I don't want to say prominent, but when people think of CMU, they think of both theology and music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I talked to somebody, I don't know who it was, I can't remember, two days ago, I said, yeah, I'm going to CMU, and I'm in communications and media, and they said, they have that? <laughs> yeah, great, yeah. They yeah, do, and it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, so that one I, I think is, is pretty true, just from the fact that someone I didn't know just said that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think those are two programs that CMU is definitely known for, mm-hmm. and that CMU is very good at. Mm. But it's something that we do not specialize in. No, neither of those. <laughs> me especially. <laughs> Dan as a music student would be the most hilarious thing. Would it? I think it'd be pretty good. Yeah, go on. I just want to. I just want to hear you sing a song. I just want to see Dan in a choir. Amazing Please stop. Yeah. See, this is why we're not. This is why we don't have Dan in any sort of choirs. Um, yeah. Put a microphone in front of me. It's a bad time. It's a bad time. This one's mine. Oh no. Non-confrontational. Non-confrontational. Yeah. Everybody, everybody around CMU just loves avoiding conflict. <laughs> it's okay, I guess. I like conflict. Not necessarily because I like conflict. I if like you, conflict. If you understand the Enneagram, it will make a lot of sense for you to know that Dan is an eight. Dan I, likes to rile people up. Dan likes to um, get into some good spicy conversations can i also add to this list that we're talking about um (laughs) enneagram (laughs) (laughs) yeah that makes a lot of sense this one is kind of a personal attack to me because if you have been in wendy's um intro to pax course you take your your conflict style test mine is avoidance (laughs) it's very strongly avoidance like it was there was no contest Mm. so which is just ironic isn't it yes I definitely fit that box. I don't think everybody does. No, I think a lot of people do, though. But you're a CMU student, and you don't fit that box. True. The last one we're going to talk about also has to do with a story. And one of my favorite stories. Um, I have a lovely teammate who I've played volleyball with here for four years. Her name is Renee. Shout out to Renee. She's a phenomenal setter on our team. And just a really good friend of mine. In my first year, she tells me this story that I have just remembered and love to talk about so she was packing up to come to her first year at cmu and she tells her friends this her friends learned that she is going to canadian mennonite university and one of her friends looks at her and she goes so are you gonna have to like wear a skirt while you play volleyball and this leads me to this next stereotype is that we have like dress codes that are just like really strong and like just whack like we don't. But we that's don't. The stereotype, the stereotype is see. that we do, mm-hmm. because I I guess if you don't know what a Mennonite is, right, you're gonna maybe connect it to like the Amish. The Amish. Mm-hmm. So Hutterites. I just think about this girl, just convinced that her friend was going to the school where she was gonna have to wear just a long skirt, maybe a bonnet, all while playing volleyball at the same time. Yeah, this which sounds I like St. Mary's. Is the most incredible thing. <laughs> You have to wear skirts to St. Mary's, don't you? No, while well, you play volleyball. I play volleyball no. against that no, school. No, it's true. Yeah. They, yeah. Get to, they get to wear shorts just yeah. like the rest of us. It's just, it's one of my favorite stories. And I love how untrue it is. Because you look at the style at CMU, it's pretty phenomenal. There's some good outfits around this school. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah. a lot of Blundstones. <laughs> yeah, we've talked. Birkenstocks. We didn't mention Birkenstocks. Oh, Birkenstocks. There's, everybody owns a pair of Birkenstocks. They do. But those are, I'm never going to get a Blunt, pair of Blundstones and I'm never going to get a pair of 
a Birkenstocks. You've never had either? No, never. Daniel. No. They're so comfortable. I'm not actually Mennonite. They, but that, it doesn't matter. True. I've had my pair of Blundstones that I am wearing today mm-hmm. since my first year here. Incredible. I've had these shoes since my second year. So but the same year. I don't think they're as comfortable as mine. You want to trade shoes, Chloe? I do not want to trade shoes. You want to trade shoes? shoes? Get ready. We're going to do some sort of poll when this comes out on Instagram about your uh, shoe preference regarding Blundstones and regarding whether they are the comfiest shoes on the face well, of the earth. What do you, what do you, we'll have a second poll then oh, no. for people that don't and have never owned Blundstones to see what. I think I already know what the statistics are going to be on that. Well, for our viewer base? Oh, yeah. Man, my guess here? 60% will have owned Bloodstones. Okay. Only 60. That's my guess. I think it's going to be way higher. What do you think? 80. Okay, what, we're, we're putting a wager on this. What's the? Ooh. What's on the line? Caffeine. Okay, I'll, I'll take a shot of caffeine. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I mean that you have to buy me a latte. Oh, great. Okay, sure. Well, that's it for my list. I'm sure there are plenty of other stereotypes, but it was definitely a very entertaining part of my summer just interviewing friends and family about what they thought CMU was. If you have any more stereotypes yeah. CMU people, feel free to <laughs> drop it on our, our socials when we when we promote <laughs> this episode. Definitely. So this was our first episode. This is yeah. a big day. Huge day. Huge day. Uh, you'll hear from us again. We'll have another episode coming out within the next few weeks. And of course, we would love to hear from you. Use that Winberg door. If there's something you want to talk about, something that's just getting you riled up, tell us about it put it on that door or send us an email we can do it in that fashion too i think that's all up on the website absolutely thank you for tuning in yeah thanks for tuning in i'm daniel i'm chloe (laughs) and that was so awkward